Hello guys, my name is Ace and I welcome you to yet another episode of the Made in Nigeria Tech Podcast, the Mint's Podcast. Uh, today, I'm excited to introduce someone that is well known in the Nigerian tech scene, the CTO of Bethesda NG and founder of Creativity Cues, Neil Igudaro. Uh, nice to have you, Neil. Hi, hi guys. Nice to have me on it. Um, how are you doing, Ace? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great. So um, Neil has been a developer for a while, and um, so I want to sell him short in any way. I would like to pass the mic, literally pass the mic over to him to introduce himself. So Neil, please do justice to your introduction. Okay, um, like I said, um, I'm Neil Igodaro. I'm the CTO at Hotels.ng. Um, I've been making websites or software development for about 12 years now. Um, yeah. I currently, I'm the CTO of Hotels at NG and I'm the founder at Creativity Kills. I also do technical writing for Pusha and Scotch. So um, I think it's awesome to have you here because basically some of us, like like me now, that I just started writing code say four or five years ago, like how has it been being in this, doing this for like 12 years, over a decade? Well, um, I wouldn't say it's been easy. Like, it's, it's actually been very difficult here, yeah? um, especially in a country like Nigeria where you have to um, struggle with your daily, you know, your daily struggles generally. Like, you have your light issues and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it hasn't been easy. Yeah. Um, I also remember all the laptop struggles. So, you know, when you have to have a laptop that, that acts like a desktop, when they take light, it just goes off immediately. Yeah, so things like that have <laughs> things like that have I guess it's like everybody's struggle but it was it was difficult. Yeah. I had to I had to fend for myself a lot in school. So um, I mean all those things were just like motivation. Um, yeah. so you could either you could either look at it as a motivation or you can look at it as a challenge that you can't overcome. But I chose to look at it as a motivational thing and um, it kept pushing me to do more. I mean, I remember when I was in Unibed, yeah? So let me tell you a short story. The, the laptop I used to use back then was like a big box, and it didn't have any charge. It couldn't hold any charge. So immediately it take light, it just goes off. Um, so I had to, um, I didn't really have much money then. So I had to walk um, a lot from my, from my house. So it's, if, you, if you know um, Lagos a lot, it's almost like walking from Yaba to uh, maybe somewhere like Aguda, yeah? So I had to walk from my house to school every time to this um, GT Bank place where they have like internet and lights. So I just plug my laptop there and, and work from there. And it was a little embarrassing because a lot of my peers were there and they look at my laptop and they made fun of me. But actually, like it was really, really hard. But the type of person I am, I just made it, you know, I laughed over it and acted, acted as if it was nothing. Uh, but it, it was really hard and it was really hurtful at some point because it was embarrassing but generally like i knew what i was going um, after and you know it's, it's part of this success story at the end of the day true so how did how did it all begin like when did you decide to go into software development or was this school or like what you got everything um so i was i was in secondary school then i can't remember whether gss or one of those yeah i was in secondary school basically and um, 
I never, to be honest, I never really thought about software development at all. Like, it was never anything that got into my mind. I was more into art, so drawing and design and all that kind of stuff. So, more of like actual drawing with pencil, not like Adobe Photoshop or anything. Um, So, there was this day where I had troubles in school. Um, I was really small in school, so I got bullied a lot. And I kind of got tired of it. You know that kind of thing where if you enter school and they're bullying you and you can't tell your parents because if you do, you could come to school and then like the beating will now become like times two because they won't know how to handle it properly. So I just decided to handle it on my own and I decided to skip school that day. I went to a cyber cafe and I don't know, I was just chilling, just sitting down and you know, somehow I just started wondering what, what, you know, out of the idleness of your mind, I started wondering mm-hmm. how, how do websites work? Like, you know, it's just weird. You just type a bunch of characters and then and, and, and the website comes up. Like, how? What what happens? How does yeah. it get that way? And those questions literally led me to um, Googling, um, trying to find out, um, okay, what, what makes, how does a website function? And then I got introduced to HTML. Um, I knew, okay, HTML forms the blocking, the um, are the building blocks for every website and then I started learning HTML um, I got to a point where I was a little familiar with HTML and then I realized that every website has to be beautiful and so I downloaded Adobe Photoshop so this happened over a stretch of time Yeah, I started skipping school basically yeah. um, a lot of secondary schools oh. I skipped secondary school just to go to the cyber cafe and I got really really hooked on it like I really wanted to know more and I started doing like graphic design so that's where I started doing graphic design so I did graphic design for a while I learned how to use Photoshop and all of that tools and then I went back into HTML and I was able to create like beautiful websites then and then I figured out that I might need to know a little bit of server side uh, because I couldn't do things like logging and all that kind of stuff and that's when I got into PHP so slowly and steadily, I started going from there. Um, I had to make a lot of choices along the line. Um, basically, yeah. my, when my parents found out I was skipping school then in secondary school, they were very disappointed. But I don't know. I just kept going, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's, it's a Nigerian thing. So yeah. like, yeah. So basically, you are saying bullying technically brought you into the. Yeah, pretty much. And if the bully is listening right now, that, yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank nice. you, man. I have one question. Like, yeah. the day you decided to skip school the first time, like, what was going through your mind? Like, were you planning on just sitting at the Saba Cafe the whole day? Like, what could make you leave school to go and sit at the Saba Cafe? Okay, um, actually, the first place I went to wasn't a Saba Cafe. It was actually a game center. Um, oh, now you're like talking now. Like, we're like, together now. Well, I finished my money, obviously, after the first, like, five games. <laughs> <laughs> so, I finished my money, like, five games. And then the Unile was like, dude, yeah, you know, you're done. You can, you can start to be going home now. And I thought, ah, I cannot be going home now, now. So, I went to um, a cafe, and I just sat down. Yeah. And then some people randomly just gave me time because I was sitting down there, you know. So I use that yeah. time. So somebody might be leaving and then he just leaves the laptop or the, sorry, the desktop open. So he has like 10 minutes to go and I just use it, you know, just like that. So the next day was more like, actually, instead of going to the game house, I went to the cafe and I bought time. 
um, yeah but eventually when I started getting good at some point I stopped buying time it's illegal guys don't do that stop stealing cafe time um, but <laughs> when I was when I was there I started you know hoodwinking the system to give me more time and that kind of stuff and then at some weird times yeah police will come and arrest some guys that do yahoo yahoo there but it wouldn't matter because <laughs> I would just literally continue using their time so those ones would buy like maybe like four hours then you know I'll just wait for police to come and arrest them <laughs> and then I'll start using their time <laughs> can you imagine yeah okay so uh, cool like uh, recently the Yotos the NG internship program has been going well and I think we're, the second set just passed out um, how has it been training a new generation, a new set of developers down there in the NG and how does it feel to do this for the community at large? Um, yeah, we, we made a lot of mistakes in the first the first set uh, because it was a made in edition basically uh, but yeah. we learned a lot of lessons and so this second set there were a lot of people, like over a thousand people applied but because we had learned how to manage people from the first mistakes we made it was a little easier managing them. Um, mm-hmm. I would say the experience so far has been very invaluable, especially to me, because I manage a bunch of coders at Hotels of NG. Um, you need to yeah. learn how to uh, how to mobilize people, how to make sure everybody's on the right page, how to how to get people to be team players. Like it's not as easy as it sounds, because a lot of people like being like solo. I did this. Who broke this? Uh, who will fix it? I don't want to break it, fix it. You get. It's not really a team attitude. So you need to get people to kind of understand that they are, all of them are responsible for, you know, the project as a whole. You can't think as a as an individual. Yeah. So learning from the first set, it made it easier. Plus, Mark has Mark was was of help, a lot of help. So sometimes I couldn't even follow up because I had my real team, you know, back at the HQ to take care of. Um, yeah. So I might not be able to follow through with the other guys, but eventually Mark was able to, you know, also team up with me, and we, it was basically smoother than the first one. And I believe the third one will be smoother than the next, the previous one. Awesome. So, um, still on matter of community. Uh, last week we had the Glavel Meetup, Nigeria I think the first this year, and you're one of the organi- organizers. Um, it was a sold out event, definitely. And it was also nice to see that we had a lot of sponsors from both locally and internationally. Like, how has it been um, moving this community to the extent where we start getting sponsors from outside and the impact these sponsors are having on the community as a, as a whole? Um, so, uh, when when I talked to Prosper, um, sometime around January or so, about the Laravel Nigeria thing. We were so hyped actually. We were like, ah, this must be huge. It has to be huge. Yeah, we took a while to really plan. Um, And there were a few things I needed, I wanted to correct because we've had a lot of meetups before before then. Yeah. Yeah. And usually the progression of meetups, like we don't, we can't just stay on the same level. We had to, we had to up the bar at some point. Yeah. So I thought about it. What, what could really bring like what could really make it next level and i thought how about just asking people to sponsor i mean there are a lot of companies in nigeria yeah but the the truth is the real truth is many nigerian companies are not always willing to sponsor because 
they don't really see what they could gain from the sponsorship, which is fine. Value. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. I mean, everybody, if you are if you are putting money into something, you should expect something in return. So I thought about you know meeting a couple of Nigerian companies, but I had my focus on like the companies outside. I felt if a lot of companies outside sponsor, it will not only raise the credibility of the Nigerian tech scene, it will also make the Nigerian ones very uh, interested in investing in in the young minds. Yes. Yeah. So I talked to Pusha. Um, uh, there was a lady, Amina Water. She's the head of marketing, and I talked to her, and I told her that, hey, look, we have this Nigerian thing we're going to pull up. Um, this was like three weeks into the event, by the way, to the event, and I told her, hey, look, this is oh. something we are organizing, and the meetup page has over 300 uh, members at this point, and she was like, what? Like that doesn't even make sense because like they have meetups in London, and and the the, the highest amount of people, like if you see like 30 people, you are lucky. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> that the NG, the NG Nigeria one that did last time, it's so that like it really, we couldn't use the office anymore because it was too hot. And then she was like, wow, yeah. they're really interested in, in, in supporting. And I got to realize that, I mean, there are a lot of hungry Nigerians out there. Like they want to learn. Everybody wants to learn. Yep. They want to grow. And these are companies which they don't actually believe there's this type of like hunger out there. Like, people in UK, they already know about web and... Like, it's not new to them, per se. But here, it's almost like every single day, they just want to learn. Even though they learned yesterday, they just want to learn. They want to keep learning. And they were very interested in, in it. And they said, okay, you know what, we'll sponsor the event. Um, just send us, you know, what you need us to do. And it was really that easy. And we were able to get some Nigerian people on board too. Like, um, Switch also offered to give us a haul. Even though things went south at some point, because like we didn't know they had another event there, and Andela also they were, they were really really helpful in providing an alternative, and Find Worker too they really helped in providing refreshments. So I think if we as um, community organizers should reach out to other companies to try and get them to support, I think eventually we will have a lot of companies who are interested in supporting the Nigerian tech scene. Nice. That, that, um, that's so good to hear. And um, it's also. Okay. I forgot how to say that. Okay. So um, that's, that's actually so good to hear. And I'm very excited about the growth of the community uh, as well. This last weekend, this weekend as well, we had the um, For Loop Lagos. That was not able to be there. I'm sure that was sold out as well, based on reports. Yeah. So um before, before we like go too far, is there anything you are working on now? Is there something we should expect from you? Like is there something that will post us out of metrics and stuff like that? Oh my god, that, that was a dry joke, but take it like that. <laughs> um Yeah, so I'm working on a bunch of stuff, some I can't really talk about. But uh I've been working hard on Watchdog 2.0. Um so I'll give you guys a little insights into what it's supposed to be. So I wanted to create a general monitoring tool, not just for the web now, for anything. So I want the API to be robust enough to plug into literally anything. So right now at Hotels.ng, we use it to monitor the light situation. So we know exactly when there's a downtime um, internet, uh, if the internet goes down, we know. Um, uh, we know just how much time the internet went down for. 
could also know how much time yeah. like the, the power went down for but i want to really extend it um i want to make it something that every company could use like decide oh okay we want to introduce so 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 and so monitoring yeah and they'll be able to plug in directly to the watchdog application so watchdog 2.0 is supposed to do that so i've been working on that like on the site um to see if it could um get a lot of like a lot of buzz like the first watchdog was really great a lot of people talked about it so i want this one yeah, to like take it so to a new level awesome so um aside from that do you have any advice for um members of the community or upcoming developers and techies that are looking to integrate themselves into texting as well and um, become better versions for themselves oh uh, yeah of course i always have advice <laughs> but my advice is <laughs> are usually usually the same so i would always say we 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 assume that um there are, there are people who are there and we can't be like them that's a very big fallacy so i mean they are they're generally community leaders yeah but there's nothing stopping anybody from being a community leader themselves i know there are some silent badasses out there i was one of them i was very silent for a long time like i just liked being lucky and just you know just coding in peace but eventually yeah. i learned that when you share your knowledge it, it kind of improves somebody else which inadvertently improves you yourself so sharing knowledge is very very important like i can't even stress it enough going outside giving speeches i never really had a problem with crowds like i can speak to a large audience without problem but some people out there have stage fright like they have problems with communication but the truth is if you really really want to like because i know some people have like dreams of having their own startup you cannot have a startup that will be yeah. successful without communication like you have to know how to sell your goods so if you can't speak to a bunch of developers then you really really cannot make your startup be successful because you can't you can't meet investors and convince them that hey put your money in this thing because it's a dream that will work if you can't convince a bunch of developers that you you're really good at what you do then you can't talk to investors who are a little more paranoid because they are putting their money somewhere So I I always tell yeah. like new devs or devs that are are lucky badasses just go out there like speak it's not like you're speaking you're speaking to your mates your guys people that look might even look up to you and say ah you know what ah is kid ah is kid baba you know that kind of stuff so you just <laughs> need to motivate them enough to yeah. um take their whatever they do to just the next level that's all they need to do take it to the next level every single time so you do at point A they just need to take it to point B where point B they just need to take it to point C gradually they'll get to yeah. where they're going to so if you are one of those silent badasses like I'm not even advising the newcomers now I'm talking to those who just keep quiet and not you know give back to the community like yeah. always try to give back like the only way tech can move forward in Nigeria is if everybody gives back like there's no other way like if you I don't know if you heard of this report recently that said Nigerian devs and considerably lower than their you know other counterparts in Africa in some parts in yeah. Africa it's it's usually because like most of them the ones that end big yeah are just yes. there like they're just there the other ones are just okay. quiet so there's like this wide gap in between if you are good you are good if you're not good you end the bottom like you just be a bottom feeder so i think if people just come out generally and show exactly what they are they're made of we'll have less 
less um, junior developers and more you know mid to high level developers around and generally the money will just you know roll in yeah also uh and sometimes i hope i can i'll get to your level on the spec of like two, two years of experience below my belt <laughs> yeah maybe in, i think in about uh, seven years right <laughs> yeah seven years that's, you yeah, keep, we'll keep pushing as, <laughs> as in just keep pushing yeah everybody will get there yeah so um how do our listeners keep up with you on social media or reach out to you in any way um so um, i'm generally on twitter every single time I hope Mark is not listening because I work. I work hard. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Neo Igodaro. That's N E O I G H O D A R O. Neo Igodaro. Um, then you can follow me on Medium. Medium.com slash at Neo. That's all Neo. I don't know how I got that username by the way. How did you just do that? How did you get I actually that? don't know. Like I think I opened <laughs> it when they when they were doing beta testing or something. I can't oh, remember. Oh. So when I tried to I log into Medium, like <laughs> I tried to log in like maybe five years later, and I used Twitter to log in, and I saw my username new, and I was like, ah, okay, awesome. Wow. <laughs> like it's really nice. If anybody wants to buy it, by the way, yeah. I, I like selling. If anybody wants to sell it, so I'm available. Anybody wants to buy it, no. So guys, um. Thank you guys for listening once again and thank you so much Neil for being here with us thank and you for having me. sharing all of our listeners. Yeah. So guys, you know you can follow us on Twitter at Mint Podcast. Um listen to our other tracks on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash mintpodcast. And um, our website remains mintpodcast.com.ng. You can subscribe to email notifications so that you, you can get notifications anytime our uh, new any episode is dropped at any point in time so um, once again thank you so much new and uh, great great job night. you guys are doing yeah thank you very much all right bye have a good night yeah.